Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 112 of the Big Boo Cast. Melanie and I actually recorded this episode because we wanted to talk about the season finale, finale, finagle, season something or other of Southern Charm. And we did that, but then after we finished our discussion, we segued into talking about several other things that we have been watching and enjoying lately. So stay tuned for that. But before we get started... I want to talk to you for just a second about something that Melanie and I have both grown to love, and that is FabFitFun. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size, full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. Celebrities love the FabFitFun boxes and you do not want to miss it y'all. It is like Christmas four times a year when you get your box. I really am like a child on Christmas morning when that box is delivered to our house. It is so fun to open it up. It's always beautiful, packaged so well, and so fun to open it up and to see what is inside. Even better is that everything is full size. And you can try products that you might not normally buy or that you don't know a whole lot about. And then you discover all these wonderful things as a result. There are beauty products from Tarte or from Butter London, from Zoya. There are skincare from Kate Somerville or Juice Beauty. There are fashion items from Michael Stars or Trina Turk. All kinds of great things to try. So if you would like to try FabFitFun... Do I ever have good news for you? You go to fabfitfun.com and use the code BIGBOO and you can save $10 off your very first box, which makes it only $39.99. Again, that's fabfitfun.com and use the code BIGBOO. What a great way to treat yourself and to find some great things this summer that you are sure to enjoy. Alrighty, y'all, here we go with episode 112. We are so happy you are here with us. Hey everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And we thought it was time to to address some Southern charm issues. 
Yes, because it was the season finale. It was the season finale last week. We have, in just a couple of days, we have our first reunion show, but we're going to go ahead and weigh in before the reunion show. Okay. So, tell me your thoughts. Oh, so, so. I have so many. I have so, so many. Um, my, my first thought is, and you may have seen this in the news as well, is in the... To, to follow Ramona Singer's lead, kadoos to Catherine Dennis. I mean, kadoos yeah. to her. And I, I saw where she, and it said at the end of the show that she now has 50% custody of her kids. Yes, I did see that, which I'm so proud for her. And I thought in, in light of maybe what she was up against for a few years, I thought she overall behaved beautifully at Patricia's, yes. whatever you call that, Thing her, white, her white tie gala. Her white tie gala. Now, because I did not know this. So Catherine what? mentioned at the, at the white tie gala that she had really researched what you're supposed to wear to a white tie event. Were you aware yes. of any of this etiquette? No. I, you would be shocked at how few white tie <laughs> galas that I am invited to. Well, same. It's not really a part of my life. No, yeah, it's not really part of my social circuit. No, no, nor is it with me. So I did not know all the rules that Catherine pointed out for that she researched because she really wanted to do it well, you know. Mm -hmm. Which is so smart. Yeah, yeah. So, but but here's what I'm going to say. I felt like Patricia, the host, looked like I would like to look on a summer day. I mean, she had on a really dressy caftan. Yes. But when you, when you maybe look at that next to you think well why didn't everybody go that route because i feel like patricia was way more comfortable than everybody else well for sure she was but here's the thing patricia is at a stage in her life where she's earned the right to be that comfortable i mean that's true you know i mean i think if you're the host and i mean it was a fur lined caftan i mean it was or it had well it had what was it it had some sort of green pom-pom thing (laughs) feathers or something okay i missed that i'll have to go back and look again yeah it had some it had some like adornment on it okay so um you know so it had it was it wasn't just like your it's not like she had on like the caftan we've been telling everybody about on amazon the also. chic yes one shoulder yes. caftan yes no it was it was a little more upscale than that um but i did think it was an interesting i thought i felt like it didn't it didn't look as formal as necessarily what everybody else had on well don't you feel like that gala gala Golf, yes. Don't you feel like that was really for the cameras? Oh, it absolutely because was. Because there, yeah. there are about 40 people there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, and I thought it was so interesting that everybody walked in and they were like, wow. And it was a Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think it absolutely was for the for the show that they yeah. wanted. They needed it to end. They yeah. needed a dramatic ending because I feel like all the shows always do that. Ramona Singer always has like a new. She's going to launch her new perfume, and that's yeah. the season finale. You know, they always need a some sort of event to end on because you just don't want to end on. And then we went shopping and had coffee, and that was the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, so so I, so I really I did feel like that was maybe not necessarily something that occurs regularly. On the Charleston social calendar. No, no, I don't think so either. But I think just for Patricia, in fact, I wondered if Andy Cohen didn't slip her some money and say, here, throw a gala. Have a gala. Like, you know? Okay, so to back to backtrack a little bit to the beginning of the episode, um, can we talk for just a second about Craig's house? 
I mean, seriously, I mean, Craig, get your life together. I mean, (laughs) what on earth? And here's the thing about Craig is he really has the potential to be so cute, Uh you know? I mean, he's not a bad looking guy, but I mean, he's got some deep, I mean, it's funny how my, you know, I think Naomi at times has been ugly, but you kind of look and go, Mm -hmm. well, he's a train wreck. I mean, she was the only thing holding him together. Yeah. Like you think, okay, being in a, that would wear you out to try to be in a relationship with him. The the constant excuses, the never accepting responsibility, always trying to, he, he seems to at least because of the version of things we see, he seems to always try to flip everything back on somebody else. It's always somebody else's fault. Yeah. And you know, you know what I hate is a victim mentality. I don't know if you're aware that that is one of my personal pet peeves. Dig into that a little bit for us. You know, I I do not want to hear about your victim mentality. Mm -hmm. Pick yourself up. You know what? Bad things happen. Unfortunate things happen. Life can be hard, but get up and quit feeling sorry for yourself. You need to go do something. You know what I mean? It's not going to get any better. You can, listen, you can even wallow for a little while, but at some point, you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I believe, I can't even remember what situation it was, but I believe you told me at one time, or or, or I can't remember what context it was, you said, at some point, you've got to throw off those grave clothes and walk. At some that's point. exactly what, that's what I want to tell Craig. You got to throw, throw off those those three-week-old dirty towels on your nasty house floor. Because when he handed Cameron that glass of wine to drink, I wanted to tell Cameron, if I could talk somebody through the screen, I'd have said, don't you drink that wine. Mm-mm. That is going to end in regret. Mm-hmm. Because you know that, number one, wasn't a clean glass. Mm-hmm. And you know that was a bottle of Chardonnay he'd had in his fridge for three weeks. Well, I thought it was interesting that when she said, he said, would you like a glass of wine? She said, if it's not old. I thought it was interesting that she knew to. Uh-huh. Yeah. To give that disclaimer. And the two, she really studied that glass before she took a sip out of it. Yeah, she really did. But here's what she didn't clarify, which is my, my issue and why I was concerned for her. As I bet old to Cameron and old to Craig are mm. two different sure. things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was probably like, well, it's not old. I opened it up four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I, and I undid the screw top three weeks ago. And so it's fresh as a daisy. Mm-hmm. Whereas for Cameron. It was turnt. Oh, you're like, that's just, you just drank some vinegar. You just drank some vinegar disguised as a Chardonnay. Mm. Ugh. Well, and just the, just the wall that has been where they've torn out the sheetrock, it's down to the studs and it's been that way all season. I think they filmed for about four months. Yep. Um, yep. The stuff in the floor, I just, it, mm. there's yeah. something going on there that really needs to be. There needs to be a reckoning with whatever. And I know that, like, guys, when they're younger, they can live sort of gross. And I know that I'm a mama who's always saying, you're going to have to live with somebody at some point. Like, you got to figure yes. out how to how to keep some spaces cleared out and to, you know, keep your clothes yeah. washed and all that kind of stuff. But at this point, he's got to be pushing 30. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, it's not, I mean, I get that at college, nobody ever says, you know what, it's a clean sanitary house where a bunch of college guys live. I mean, I get that from 18 to 22. That's probably not their, like their strong suit. But by the time you're 30 and you've allegedly gotten through law school, I mean, you would think that you've learned some semblance of just like basic hygiene and cleanliness skills. Here's what else I think is interesting. Have you ever noticed, you know how when they, they show you before, a, you know, we see a scene with somebody, we always see the outside of wherever they are, whether it's a restaurant yes. or their house or whatever. We see the back of Craig's house every time. 
Oh, we sure do. I hadn't really thought about which, that. Which to me begs the question, what's going on on the front of that thing? Well, <laughs> like, nothing good. I feel like nothing good now that you brought that up. But we, oh, but we um, always see the back of the house. Yeah. There might be a car parked in his front yard, you know, <laughs> oh, no. with, the, with the tires off Golly. laying there in the front yard. Oh, no. Well, and I think it's a bad sign. I mean, and I don't know what I really thought about his life coach, and I didn't really understand why he needed a life coach. But I think when you decide to fire your life coach for basically being honest with for you, saying, that's hey. probably not a bad sign that you're on a good trajectory. For sure. And, and you know, and, and he had told his life coach that he can lie to anybody and he can lie yeah. really easily, which... Listen, the 20s are hard. I get it. Like, yes. maybe that's your thing that you, you know, but, it, but you got to hear the words coming out of your mouth. I mean. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, because you can lie for a while, but at some point, all that's going to catch up with you. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way the truth works. I you got to figure out how to be a truth teller. Got to figure yeah. it out. Mm -hmm. You do. You do. So, um, anyway, I think the fact that he, he fired her, maybe he's not really ready to deal with that right now. No, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's really ready to face his personal reality. I don't feel like he's willing to make some moves because you think we also saw him sabotage. I mean, he had that opportunity to make pillows for Patricia. <laughs> yes, he did. And he couldn't pull it together for that. So I'm like, really, mm -hmm. Cameron is the one. She's the voice of truth. I mean, which I've always, I'm team Cameron always on Southern always. Charm because well, she's the reasonable one. But she, mm -hmm. She, she, as my mom, as my mama would say, is the only one who really has some sense, but, yes. or who consistently has some sense, but I'm telling you that whole thing with Craig and the pillows and, and Patricia and all that reminded me of me in grad school. Yes. I feel like Craig's approach to getting those pillows made was my approach to studying a novel in grad school. And you know, yes. when I was in grad school, I had a professor who told me that I really should have taken time off between college and grad school, but, I, <laughs> but clearly I was burned out. Like I was in a, I was in a dark, bad place. For sure I was. So yes. every bit of that procrastination, I was like, yeah, Craig, I see you. I get that. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. but yeah. you're not going to solve that with some clip art from Microsoft Word <laughs> two Say, hours this... before you go over there. Yeah. See this dog? This is what I would put on a pillow that I've had four weeks to make some sort of a, yeah, but it did feel very much like me writing some sort of college paper. I agree with mm -hmm. that, where you try to, you're like, therefore, the it juxtaposition. Interesting the, how yes. the <laughs> symbolism recurs throughout the many, 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 many pages yes the of many, this incredible work and uh, the mountain symbolized <laughs> life yeah. coming together the yes. journey is uh -huh. uphill and the journey is also downhill <laughs> and because the journey is taxing yes mm -hmm. and so it will go up and down and ultimately death will come <laughs> to all of us but here's what i wonder I mean, that again, I feel like Patricia asking him to make those pillows was a narrative convention of Southern Charm because she was at the shower where he made yeah. the, the pillow that fell apart when he gave it to Cameron, right? Or he, yeah. he made something that yeah, fell that apart. Yeah, that was halfway made. Yeah. yeah. Or the yeah. stuffed animal or whatever. So I, had, I have to think Patricia was maybe aware that while the enthusiasm was present, craftsmanship might not be... Uh, yeah, a priority. 
may not be a strong suit. Well, mm-hmm. and I felt like even when Cameron just started to pull out the different pillow shams that he had there in his house, I thought, well, that's just a blue seersucker pillowcase. I mean, you know, like, and no, but I mean, that's, it's not like that's an item that other people can't get. And then I also felt like some of his use of patterns was questionable. <laughs> I just, it was, it was an assortment of fabrics. There was, it was. There were, I wouldn't say that Craig really has a clear designer vision as much as he has the ability to sew a square. Yes. <laughs> To sew a rectangle. Yes. Yes. And ultimately, it feels like your more successful pillow designers um, have more than just that ability. Right. A lot of times it's because they are the creatives and then you can hire somebody. You can outsource somebody to make the actual pillow. Right. Right. You can. But the important thing is you want it to be visually (laughs) pleasing so that people want to buy the pillow. Also functional. Functional. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, because the fact that he had didn't even have any, I'm like, I don't know that this is the best display. Maybe get some pillow forms mm-hmm. for those pillows yes. so you could see them. You can go to Calico Corners mm-hmm. and get those tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't feel good about that. I don't feel like Craig is on a good path. Well, and he, what did he say? He was hunt, that he had passed the bar. Cameron said, "Did you really pass the bar?" And yes. he said, "Yes, but I'm I'm waiting for my character and fitness review." And I, all I could think was, "I hope they have not seen this show. Yeah. I hope that whoever is in charge of saying whether or not your your character is uh-huh. conducive to the practice of law does not see you say, well, it's really easy for me to lie. I can lie. Yeah. I can lie <laughs> about pretty much anybody.' That really isn't gonna. Yeah, that isn't gonna help your case." Oh, why do I feel like in some, some place in me deep down that Craig is going to go into politics? Well, I was just about to say, it could qualify you to be a politician. But I don't know if people are going to want you to necessarily represent their company in, in a, a legal manner. In a, in a court of law. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. So then Craig takes a date who's not Naomi to the, to the gala gala. He did. And I don't know where she came from, but Mm -hmm. she clearly hadn't watched much of the show either. I did feel bad for Naomi, though, because I felt like her face, I felt like I had felt the feelings that I saw in her face when she saw him walk in with that date. I thought that is the because here's the thing. It doesn't matter if you know that breaking up with him was for the best or not. That's just a yuck feeling. And I felt like I was transported back Mm. many, many years ago to where you feel that pit in your stomach and you're trying hard to keep a smile on your face. And it's just not really working and trying to interact with other people while also trying to pretend like he's not there yes exactly exactly but I appreciated when he walked up to her she was like I don't want to talk about that you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like why are we talking about this now like just because that's not that here's the thing about these shows and I realize that they do it because you have to have content on the shows but I'm like all here's what all Bravo shows have in common they all pick the worst time to have conversations that really needed to maybe not be at a big white tie gala right right you know, like, why don't we wait and have this conversation over coffee later? But I guess that kind of defeats the point of the show. I've almost wondered with all of these shows, with the housewife shows and, and well, that's really all I watch are the housewives and the Southern charms. But if they, if they, if part of the deal when they film is that they can't, they don't talk on the phone. Like, they, yes, they can't yeah. have their, like, I don't know if that's part of it or not, because with my personality, the second I thought that there was some sort of tension with somebody, I would be on the phone trying to work that out so it wouldn't play out on camera. 
but, yeah. but they all wait until they're on camera. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah. But again, yeah. I did feel sorry for Naomi too. And she was a little rude to him, but I kind of think, I, I think in that case it was maybe okay. Yeah. Because then I'm like, where's your date? I mean, why are we, I mean, that's awkward. Like don't come have a talk with your ex fiance while I'm your date. That's weird too. I so appreciated that she pointed out that his, his date didn't know how to, that didn't know to take her gloves off when she ate dinner. Yeah. Because that's one of those moments where that's all you've got. Like that's all, that's the only win in your personal arsenal. So when she said that, I was like, yes, ma'am. I totally get why you just said that. Like you had to, you got to find something. That's what it was. She aired it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of how that goes where you're like, well, I mean, her highlights aren't even real, you know, like you just have to find something. That's right. Okay. So what about, um, what about Shep and Catherine? What are your thoughts? Listen, I think they're two, you know, those lovable scamps. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think in a weird way, I think they almost fit together. Like I would not be sad to see the two of them get together. Cause I think they have a really good friendship and she has, she has grown so much. And I think he gets the spark in his eye around her. I am right with you. I think, Don't you think? Yes. I think she lights him up in a way that we have not seen in the past. Yes. Uh, you know what I mean? I think that, 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 for you to say those lovable scamps, I think <laughs> they're, I think the scamp in them is at equal levels. And yes. so there, there's something about that that does feel really compatible. And even yeah. like when he took her out on the dance floor and yes, there was something, there's something to the two of them where you're like, y'all may not realize it, but the degree mm-hmm. of fun that you have together would really serve you well. Yes. Like in, in, in a marriage. Yes, I agree. And I think she's gotten to a healthy place. And I think he doesn't really care about her crazy past, you know, and she doesn't care about his past. And I just, I don't know. I'm like, I think y'all get each other. Like, I think you kind of get that whole thing. She's not going to care if he wants to go out and drink with his buddies till two in the morning at a bar, you know, like, and I just, I don't know. I just think somewhere that kind of works. But I also think the same can be said of Austin and Chelsea, where I'm like, well, what you've got here is a really good friendship that ought to be a relationship. For sure. I mean, I don't know. What, I don't know what's wrong with Austin. I don't know why in the world he wouldn't. I, for a Chelsea who is as is darling plus, as Martha would say, she is darling she, plus. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. I follow Chelsea on Instagram and, you know, Perry likes to get on my Instagram and Facebook and Uh stuff. And the other day he was looking through and he goes, well, who is Chelsea Meisner? (laughs) I was like, because I think he was thinking if that's a real life friend, I have not been aware of her. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) and listen, I didn't even care because I, here's what I, here's what I said to my husband, which this is what 21 years ago. I said, I know she's so hot, isn't she? I mean, like she is, she's, she's super attractive. I mean, she's the whole package. So I'm like, Austin. And here's the thing, Austin, he's not an unattractive guy. He's an attractive guy. But whereas Chelsea is like a 12 plus on a scale of one to 10, Austin's a seven and a half, eight. Okay. So I'm like, you, in my opinion, you're out kicking your coverage, bud. So you ought to grab that and run. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, again, there's something, there is a level of compatibility with them that seems super genuine to me, that does not seem manufactured. 
but he, I think, and she has said, like, that she wants somebody who will step up and that she does not feel like he has stepped up. Yeah. And he hasn't. He hasn't. I mean, I feel like he's real milk toast. And so. Because what was that deal? There was one point where she said, like, that he stood back. There was something where he, she didn't feel like he defended her. Um, yeah. I can't remember when that was. No, it was when Shep, it was towards the, it was in, in mid-season when Shep had said something about that. Austin was all or she was flirting with other guys and Austin was all, whatever and I think it was that Austin didn't stand up for himself to Shep yes yes that's what or it was. something mm-hmm. and it just and she was like I was waiting for him to stand up and I don't know why he won't I don't know what the problem is but I think the whole thing too is is I've always thought Shep and Cameron have this is going back to Shep and Catherine but Shep and Cameron have such great chemistry and you can tell Cameron always makes him laugh like yes. they just have a, a good and I've I've had guy friends like that and you know and so that works but he and Catherine have that, that similar type thing but with the extra chemistry with, with a spark yeah with a spark with a spark so mm-hmm. I don't know I would I wouldn't hate it if they ended up together but I just don't know if either one of them are smart enough I think Catherine would jump I think she would be more into it I think Shep is just it's so hard because I think he's an eternal bachelor I know, but he's almost 40 years old. He needs to, I know. Needs to he, iron that out. He's not going to want to have babies when he's 60. No, and women are going to be a lot harder to get when he starts wearing like a windsuit <laughs> and sneakers places, you know? That's... Listen, I, did I tell you, I started one night, I may have told you this ahead of time, I found myself on Shep's website to order his gr- Kelly Green hat with the American flag on it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, why wouldn't you? And I got that thing in the cart and I, and I, like, I had a talk with myself. (laughs) Well, I don't know why you wouldn't get it. I don't really see anything wrong with that. You might need to back away for a minute here in your, don't wear your trucker cap. But I don't know. I just, he, he is very endearing, even though he is a mess. He's He's a total mess. He's very endearing. Yeah. Well, and I think, listen, you know, you're talking about your cap. I mean, I'm somebody who spent enough time on Patricia's custom pet caftan site that I've actually uploaded a picture of Mabel like I'm going to get a caftan. (laughs) (laughs) And part of me has wondered if I couldn't get it for myself and then use it as a tax write-off because it was a business business for research. It was for research. How much are the caftans for Patricia? $250. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, that's the only reason I haven't. Yes. That's the reason I haven't ordered one. If they were cheaper, don't think. I mean, if I could have gotten that thing for a hundred or less, I would. I would own it. I mean, but well, that you is can't, considerably more expensive than the boho chic captain. It is considerably more, but it does have a jeweled collar. So technically, if mm. I were to get invited to a white tie gala, I might be able, it's trimmed, it's bejeweled at the neck, I'm looking at it right now, at the neck and the sleeves, and I'm sorry, the price has now gone up, it's $300. Let me, let me just tell you that when you said it was bejeweled, I had a vision <laughs> of you walking into your den wearing that, and Perry Shankle looking up at you, <laughs> and I very clearly heard the words that he would say that I will not say on this particular podcast. Yeah, it would not. Listen, <laughs> that thing with Mabel on it, you want to talk about a way that you end up being invited to leave your house permanently? <laughs> that would, Hey, I spent $300 for this bejeweled caftan now, with Mabel. You tell him it costs it cost $15. I yep, think even right. if you told Perry that thing costs $15, he'd say you spent fourteen fifty too much. That's right. <laughs> exactly right. 
That's exactly right. Now, you can get the custom pet long sleeve pajama set for $179. And what, what fabric are those pajamas? Well, let me let me see here. I will tell you, they're very comfortable and soft, according to reviews. Okay. They're a po- they're a poly cotton blend. Okay. So they have notched lapels. They are designed for both men and women. So see, even better, maybe for Christmas, I could get Perry a pair with Piper's mm-hmm. picture. That's a tongue twister. Perry a pair with Piper's picture, and then I could get myself one with Mabel because Mabel's really more my dog. Right. Well, th- that's going to be our 2018 Gap pajama bottom. Uh-huh. Or yeah. Patricia personalized pet pajamas. I would Patricia, I'm just saying if she gets wind of this podcast and she would like to send them in return <laughs> just for free, we would advertise them. I mean, I would love to own them. I just don't want to pay for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's the problem. Oh. As with so many things in life, I would <laughs> love to own that. The only problem is actually paying for it. I know. I know. I Listen. That's a whole that's a whole separate discussion. Um, okay, so there was, so there was Chelsea and, and Austin, there was Shep and Catherine, and, um, there was Craig and Craig's date we didn't know. Um, Whitney was, was Whitney, uh, Whitney was with Cameron. Yeah, Whitney was with Cameron, which he was just kind of Whitney. I mean, he's kind of been in the background, I feel like, this whole season. Um, and I've told you how I saw him in the Atlanta airport. Yes, he's very tall. He's very tall. Um, okay, so... That leaves us with our good friends, Thomas oh, and Ashley. God, they are just contemptible human beings. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, just on every level. First of all, I cannot figure out what kind of, well, I have a good idea. But like he, like, why won't he break up with her? What is it? Is it because he's afraid to be alone? Is it, I don't know. She's terrible. And he's clearly like, I mean, I thought last week he was kind of on the verge of like he wanted out. And then he does say one thing to Catherine and then is kind of another way to her. I don't know. The whole thing is very weird. It's very weird. And and here's my other thing. You know how you hear about it all your life and you think, well, I'm not exactly sure that sort of like attracts like and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Or that, you know, you you tend to be drawn to people who have complementary sets of baggage to your uh-huh. own kind of, which I uh-huh. do think there is really something to that I don't I, we don't have to get it that's an that's an Oprah episode probably not a podcast episode but but you are drawn to you, 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 we do tend to be drawn to people who for whatever reason can be accepting of the places where we struggle or sometimes we sometimes that can be healthy sometimes it can be unhealthy sometimes it's enabling whatever yes but I'm gonna say just if I'm Ashley I'm gonna just like I think Catherine has done I would look at Thomas and I would say I need to have a talk with myself about why I'm drawn to this. Yes. Oh, without question. But I tell you why she's there's, I mean, there's a million reasons why she is. I mean, it's all to me, it's all about the money. I mean, I think she likes the lifestyle and I think she likes that whole, I mean, he's supporting her. But you know, I have a whole, I have a whole thing that usually people who are real, are are real vocal about how much money they have typically don't have that much money or don't have as much money as as they want you to think that they have. Yeah. People who have tons of money don't usually talk about it or even necessarily live like it. All that being said, I don't know what kind of gold mine she thinks she's happened upon, but I'm not sure that he is one. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would totally agree with that. But I think it's so interesting and again, I'm not condoning necessarily how they've handled it, 
but Shep and Austin, who are who are both super easygoing, laid back kind of guys, uh-huh. both like openly detest her. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a bad that's so a I bad think that's sign. Significant, like she yeah. she rubs them the wrong way. Yeah, and they, yeah. I mean, not much seems to rock their boat. You know? No, but she's fundamentally unlikable. I mean, she just, she's mean. You know what I mean? And that was the whole thing is even when she went up to Catherine and it's like a, a, a switch flips in her to where yeah. you think maybe they're going to have a normal conversation by the way she started. And then the minute Catherine said something, which I just felt like was a kind of an innocuous statement. I mean, Ashley all of a sudden just turned and all of a sudden we saw that Hilton head persona come out again where she just starts blathering nonsense. Yeah. And I, and I don't know. I don't know what all the details of that behavior are, but I can tell you nobody acts like that unless they are. Well, I, I'm going to sound like my mama, but well, uh, but I do. Me. I think that you that, that that's such a deep insecurity. Like when she uh-huh. was saying, "Thomas, get over here and tell her." Thomas, get over here and tell her. Like, yes, that's that's not how anybody I know really operates in in life or relationship. Uh huh. Uh huh. I don't know. Yeah. It's really. It's. I mean. It's. It's sad how desperate they both seem. She and Thomas both. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. And it's just a completely unhealthy relationship. So, um, and I feel like Thomas, I mean, based on everything, I'm like, look, I don't have an ounce of sympathy for him. I do agree Mm -hmm. with you about the money thing because I look and think the fact that Catherine has two of his kids Mm -hmm. and, you know, and then she has to go get a job. So clearly somewhere... I mean, you would think if he had the kind of money he thinks he has, that he would kind of put all of them up mm-hmm. in a different setup than an apartment. I'm right. just saying. Right. Uh, you know, I don't know. You just think it would be different because I'm like, if he's totally supporting his girlfriend, then why wouldn't you support the mother of your kids? And he does seem to be, I will say, especially now, I feel like he's pretty good to Catherine overall. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Other than the fact that he's dating a crazy woman. But I don't think they're still together. Okay, so I was going to ask you, based on your twitter research do you think they're still together i think they're not because i think you know i follow her on instagram okay and i think that they were saying that they were together for a long time and i think she continued to try to act like they were together but she hasn't posted a a picture of herself with thomas in a long time and i think because of everything happening i think if they were still together she would be posting stuff to prove that they were back together okay and I noticed her, one of her most recent Instagram posts, which was a couple of weeks ago, was like back, it was her like back to work as a nurse. In North Carolina or in California? It, it says in North Carolina. Okay. Um, so I think that's interesting because I just wonder if that means, you know, and here's the deal. If I'm her, which I mean, she clearly is kind of nuts, but if I'm her, all these instant like allegations that have come up against Thomas, I mean, even from the side of like he should break up with her, I'm looking at her going, "Sister, yeah, uh, you need to ask yourself some questions." Yeah, you know, like seriously, and uh-huh. uh, you, you, yeah, I mean, you know me, I don't. <laughs> that, uh-huh. That's that. Mm-mm. No, yeah, yeah. Do not enable that in somebody. Do not. Yeah. Do not go blindly yeah. into that minefield, my friend. That's right. That's right. So I'm just saying, I just, I just wonder. It'll be interesting to see on the reunion where everybody is now, because I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I can't imagine that that relationship. I mean, here's what I know. If they're still together, it's not any better. Right. Well, so. 
I guess we'll see. What's that Thursday night that, that comes on? Yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be Thursday night. It'll be Thursday night. So. Hey y'all, it's Sophie. All by myself in the middle of the podcast because I want to tell you about a couple of things. The first one of those things is Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves, providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. After all, you spend one third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. The experts at Casper work tirelessly to make a quality sleep surface that cradles your natural geometry in all the right places. They use multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce and the breathable design of a Casper mattress helps you sleep cool, yes ma'am, and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. With over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars across Casper, Amazon, and Google, Casper is becoming the internet's favorite mattress. Plus, the prices are affordable because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells directly to you. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. So, if you would like to get $50 towards select mattresses, just visit casper.com bigboo and use the promo code bigboo at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. That's $50 towards select mattresses if you visit casper.com slash bigboo and use the promo code bigboo at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, here's the second thing I want to mention to you. I have said so many times over the years on, on this podcast and just my real love life that as much as I love to cook, it would make me so happy if somebody could tell me what to cook and make me a grocery list just to help me well Prep Dish has done just that, y'all. This is such a great service. It's a healthy subscription-based meal planning service. And when you sign up, you'll receive an email every week that has your grocery list and instructions for prepping your meals ahead of time. So if you will take a couple of hours over the weekend, you'll have all your meals ready for the entire week, y'all. And these meals are excellent. They're healthy. They're real food. If you're gluten-free or you prefer to eat paleo, these will work for you. They're right up your alley. Plus, you'll save time and have amazingly delicious meals. You might make smoky paprika chicken legs with a trio of roasted vegetables, or you might make a turkey and zucchini lasagna. But every week, there's all this wonderful food that you can shop for, prep, and prepare for your family. And it really will take the stress out of all that mealtime planning. Even better, the founder, Allison, is offering Big Boo listeners a free two-week trial so that you can see for yourself. You can try it out. Cannot beat that, y'all. So check out prepdish.com slash bigboo. That's prepdish.com slash B-I-G-B-O-O for your first two weeks free. Sometimes, y'all, decisions are complicated, but this one is a no-brainer. Alrighty, here we go. Back to episode 112. Okay, well, you know that last night, um, while we're talking about reality television, 
last night the Real Housewives of Orange County started again. Oh, it did? It did. Oh, okay. I have not set. My DVR is not re- recording that currently. I was watching The Bachelorette last night. Okay, I have it, which I still have not watched. Well, listen, I can't even recommend it. It's its its own kind of train wreck, but it feels real scripted to me. Okay. And I, um, she sent, to me, she sent home, this isn't, I won't say who, to me, she sent home the best guy last night. Okay. And so, um, I'm kind of like, yeah, whatever. I'm I'm not invested. I feel like the whole Bachelor franchise has just become a setup to like, so people can go be on Bachelor in Paradise, which I, for whatever reason, I draw the line at watching Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, I watched the first part of the first season of Bachelor in Paradise, Mm -hmm. and I, I, like, as a person who has watched every episode of every Real Housewives Mm -hmm. ever, even I drew the line there. Like, yeah, felt like you needed to go take a shower. Yeah, it's a step too far for me. It was, it was more Uh than I was willing to to get on board with. Yeah, that's Uh, how I am with the show, The Proposal, that comes on now after The Bachelor. Have you heard about this? I I don't know anything about this. Well, it's, it's, it's a, it's like a blind, I, I just know a little bit, but it's essentially where it's like one guy or one girl and then they have like people behind it. So nobody sees anybody, but they just ask them some questions. And then at the end of the show, at the end of the hour long show, they propose because they have, they have to propose. Yeah. I think you have to, I think it's called the proposal. I mean, I think, yeah. Is this you, the Jesse Palmer show? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And I'm like, Here's what I want to say to people, to the proposal. And mainly, say it. here's what I'm going to say. Women of America, yes. do better for yourself. Yes, ma'am. I mean, ra- yes, let's ma'am. raise our standard. Let's raise the bar yes, to where we say, you know what? I am not interested in being fodder for America to be on some show that's going to want me to get engaged to some guy that I don't know anything about after one hour. I'm going to tell you, being married is not that great. I mean, like, it's not worth selling your soul for. <laughs> I don't mean that. No, here's what I think. I think it's not worth selling your soul for. It is not going to make you happy no, if you have not, not already become found. No. Yes, if you if you are not if you have not found your own contentment and your own security and your own joy, then being married is not going to um, whatever Jerry Maguire says. It's not going to complete you. No, it's not. No, especially if you're married to somebody that you just met. Um, yes. And that you don't know. Because the reason why you need attraction before you marry is because, <laughs> and some yes. history. Like, you got to have something to to hold you together. Some shared, yes. some shared values, some shared beliefs. You got to have, you got to have a pretty good foundation or there's, there's really no way to walk through that thing um, and come out of that intact. No, unless you've you've really got you've done some work. Um, no, beforehand. But I don't know why I keep thinking. Where do they find the girls that want to be on this show? Like, and I get it. Like everybody wants to like find a way to be famous or whatever. But maybe do like makeup videos on YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe go that route. Maybe mm-hmm. do a fashion blog. Like maybe mm-hmm. find something. But don't go get proposed to on national television to somebody that you've seen behind a screen for one hour. That's not really the ideal route. Yeah, so what we're saying, we draw a line here. <laughs> yes, that's where line. my line is. That's where my line is. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, be on a reality show where you go. I mean, I think The Bachelor is ridiculous, too. I just happen to watch that brand of right. ridiculous. Right. But I draw the, my moral high ground stops <laughs> at the proposal. That's right. Yes, I am. 
Oh, goodness. Well, I um, I did watch The Real Housewives of Orange County and? Last, last night. Well, I mean, you know, they, to me, have, I mean, it's just, you know, Kelly just got a divorce. Shannon's going through a divorce. Oh. I, it, it, it's, it's, it was something. I mean, yeah. it was just Vicky is Vicky. Yes. Is Vicky is Vicky is Vicky. And so mm-hmm. it was just, it was a train wreck. So, is Vicky still with her same guy? She is. I think okay. drop, dropping all manner of non-subtle hints that she wants him to marry her. Yes, I can even. Yes, yes. Why wouldn't she be? So so their season finale, I can already tell you this is going to end with them getting married on a beach. That'll be the event that okay. ends the season. All right. All right. We're going to write that down. Okay. I'm going to hold you all to right. it. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, that was that. Was that. And then um, Southern Charms coming to an end, I guess, Real Housewives of New York. Are you watching that this year? Yes, I am. I'm behind. I think I'm one behind right now. Or maybe two behind. They're about to be on a boat in Columbia, apparently, where things go south. So sign me up for that. That's what I'm going to tell you. Nothing's better than when you get those housewives on a boat. (laughs) That... (laughs) The reason it makes great television is the reason I myself will never get on a boat. Yeah, it does make great television, though. Just put them all on a boat, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. put um, them on a boat with a lot of alcohol and just let the cameras roll. Do you follow Chrissy Teigen? Have we talked about this? I follow Chrissy Teigen on Instagram? No, I don't. Well, mm-hmm. she also loves Bravo. She loves the Bravo shows, and it cracks me up. She's, okay. She's a fan of all of them, um, which I don't watch Vanderpump Rules. I've never, that's never been. No, I'm, me neither. Anyway, um. Okay, anything we feel like we need to add or cover to our our season no, I finale? Think, I feel like this thoughts. got it. I feel like we wrapped it up. Okay. Um, just FYI, I watched a documentary on Netflix. I think it was last week called The Staircase. Have you heard about this? No, uh-uh. It's about a man. I, I may, you may need to watch it. Okay. Um, all right. it, it's about the there's there's it's not for kids it's i think it's an ma show there's a lot of language in it because it's a, a woman dies mysteriously on her staircase oh and her husband is accused of the murder and there was a, a documentary crew that felt that followed him around right after he was accused and up through his first trial and then they come back as he's trying to get a retrial. So it's all about his legal saga, essentially. Oh, interesting. Okay. But okay. you don't ever, you don't know, like, you're going into it with the, I mean, you're watching kind of the case, kind of, you're, you're, you're not seeing the detectives, mm-hmm. but you're, you're watching his defense try to come up with your strategy. Like, you're kind of following the cases that happens. And it's really, really, like, deeply fascinating Okay. And, and troubling on some, but I have a lot of thoughts about it, but I need you to watch it. Before, okay. Because I, I okay. don't want to, I don't want to bore you with it, but. Okay. All right. Well, I may watch it. I need something. I started watching a show on Netflix last night. It just kind of popped up under, you know how Netflix is like, because you watched it, we recommend yes. whatever. And it's a show called Life Sentence, which apparently was only on the CW, which tells you, because that's my <laughs> preferred genre of television this summer. That is your preferred network. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, I laughed because when my Netflix profile, I'm like, you couldn't tell mine from Caroline's because it's like, because you watch this, you watch this. And then it was like other teen, whatever. And I was like, oh, they think I'm 16. That's what I've watched all summer. So, um, but it was called uh, Life Sentence. 
Okay. And I've only watched the first one, so I can't, uh, you know, there again, I don't know. But the first one to me was cute, and it's kind of an interesting premise. So it's about a girl who's probably in her early 20s who had been told seven years ago that she had terminal cancer and that she wasn't going to live. So she's kind of made all these life decisions based on that she was not going to live very long. Yes. Um, and then finds out the show starts with finding out that they've cured her cancer and she's going to live. And so it's the fallout of the way her family has always interacted and the way those dynamics, everybody, it's the way her whole world has interacted around her thinking that she was not going to live very long. That's a really interesting premise. It's a good premise. And it's kind of a, I mean, for it to be a heavy premise, it's kind of, I mean, it's, it's, it sounds weird to say it's funny, but it's kind of quirky and not like super serious. Mm -hmm. Like they did, they didn't take it. It's not like it's a drama. It's like a, um, but it's, it's an hour-long show. I don't know. The first one was kind of cute. I was like, okay, the writing is kind of clever. I mean, I liked the it – was, it, it wasn't depressing. It's just kind of interesting because you're like, it is – because it's about how they've spent their money and the choices they've made and just the family. And I'm like, it would. It would totally change your life, you know? Yeah. So – um, anyway, kind of, I mean, it'd be, it's worth a, it's a good summertime. Listen, if you too are into teen <laughs> comedy dramas, then this one might be a good one. Well, I, I've watched the other night. I, I had wanted to watch for a long time and I just never had, um, a documentary on Netflix called Get Me Roger Stone. Yes. Who, you know, Roger Stone, who worked on the Trump campaign and has been kind of a political operative for a long time, because, you know, that in my spare time, I, I, I like to dig into that, all that stuff a little bit. Yes. And so I watched that and which, again, very interesting, a lot of really bad language, um, but really, I mean, really interesting, not just about not about the Trump campaign, but about. Um, politics going back into the the late 60s early 70s and kind of how he grew up and all that I would not um would not hold him up as a role model for sure to anybody I care about but just in terms of really how the system has rewarded him for Mm, his interesting behavior and his strategy that's kind of that was interesting to me so when I finished that I was it you know it threw me back into the documentary section and there was another documentary that popped up um, about Tony Robbins, you know, the motivation. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm aware. And I used to, like, I used to watch his infomercials late at night when I was in high uh-huh. school and college, just kind of like, what is this? So I was like, okay, I'll watch it. And um, again, there was a lot of language. Apparently he, he says he tries to use taboo language when he talks to people to try to get their attention and snap them out of being mm-hmm. lazy and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of language. But okay. um But what was so interesting was as I was watching, it follows him over like a six day seminar in Florida. And I was like, is that Julianne Huff? And sure enough, Julianne Huff and her brother, Derek, were at that seminar. And so you see him just as participants or whatever. But I I have a lot of thoughts about that, too. But again, I won't get into that. It's only it would it would be a fun conversation if you had seen it. But it was really interesting to me. And I have thought about it a lot. Okay. Okay. So what you're telling me is for us to have an interesting conversation, I'm going to need to watch something besides my teen comedy dramas on Netflix. No, I'm, I'm going to need to that it would engage. Be a, really, a really boring conversation if it was just me sitting here talking about the Tony Robbins documentary. Yeah. And then the other thing I've watched, which you know that I've watched this, was I finally started, I watched The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Yes. Again, I'm, that is a grown-up show. I am not even necessarily recommending it unless you know that's the kind of thing you have some tolerance for. It's a dystopian future. It's a lot of really difficult subject matter. There's a lot of language. Some there's It's a little racy in parts. 
but overall the 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 show i i think is so fascinating and compelling and really well done so okay Okay. i just you know it wins awards all the time and so yeah I know. I mean, I, you know, I've told you, I do think that I would like it at some point. Mm-hmm. I have to wait for a different juncture in my current <laughs> mental state. Right. Well, I, I had to take a break for a couple of days because yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's intense. And I, listen, one of y'all is going to watch this and you're going to email me and tell me that there, it's a lot of language in there. <laughs> yeah. And I, I know, and, and there's, there's some, and again, there is some raciness and some, some subject matter that for people who have been through certain things could could trigger them in some way. So I'm not saying it's for everybody at all. I'm saying you need to research that thing before you start to watch it. And certainly don't fire that up with your family. Um, yes. You've got young kids. I'm just saying. It's yes. A, it's you a, do not condone nor endorse any of the material within no, The Handmaid's Tale. No, is but, what you're but, telling us. But it is, but it is certainly, I mean, like I kept thinking now I wish if I were still an English teacher, I would want to teach that novel. Okay. So, okay. but I'm not, well, and I won't. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I am currently staying away from it because I am a hair shy. I thought the other night because you had said it is kind of dark, you know, whatever. And I was like, okay, here's where I am for whatever reason. <laughs> Right now is I'm a hair shy of going back to right after Caroline was born when all I could watch was I love the 70s on VH1. Okay. Like I'm okay. I'm just about there. And I, I don't really even know why. I just, I, I, it's like I feel like, and not that maybe nobody else has noticed this, I feel like I live in a constant state of everybody is constantly yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. Not in my real life, on mm-hmm. my internet life. And so I just need just I need happy thoughts I need uh-huh. like I'm just shy of I may start watching Bob Ross paint happy little trees <laughs> on Netflix that may be where I am next mm-hmm. happy I, little trees. I can't remember who I was talking to recently who said that a similar thing about maybe it was my cousin Paige and because she was saying it was it was my cousin Paige because she was talking about how she's she's watching father knows best and, yes. <laughs> and yes. she's watching a lot but and I, I, there's something in my personality that does not retreat in these kinds of situations. It goes in and I don't, Uh and somebody told me about a month or so ago that that's the eight side of my personality. Like if I'm a nine on the Enneagram, but I have an eight wing, you know, and an eight is, can be Uh real outspoken about things that they care about a whole bunch and all that. And somebody said, that's your eight that's going in there. And like, Mm, I don't know what that is. And wants to know more and, you know, likes okay. to, to read everything she can find about something and so I'm not saying that's the best part of my personality I'm just saying so for me The Handmaid's Tale was I think even more interesting given sort of the state of things right now I don't know yes. it's, it's, it's interesting it's just interesting but okay. I'm not I'm not saying that everybody should watch it because I get it <laughs> yeah. there's yeah. there's some material in there that might make people uncomfortable and so gotcha. not feel compelled to go watch it well, apparently for me, my eight wing is only limited to speaking out about shows like The Proposal. That's <laughs> the only thing I feel that strongly is, enough about. That is not true. You have <laughs> you have strong feelings about things. I do. I just don't. But then my nine outweighs it. Mm-hmm. And so I have strong feelings. But then I think I'm going to keep that to myself and yes. just keep the peace. And I'm going to avoid. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep that to myself. Mm-hmm. I go back mm-hmm. and forth. I feel like, like, I feel like for the last six months, my eight has been bossing my nine around real good. And then okay. I'll, I'll probably, it'll probably even out at some point or it'll turn. And my nine, I'll start to need to nurture that nine a little bit. 
Yes. Yes. So, maybe I'll that with a sense. lot of great British baking show. Um, and I don't know, watching somebody yeah. sew on some, you know, what was yeah. that? What yeah. was that exercise show when we were growing up where the woman sat in the chair? Sit and be fit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sit and be, be fit. fit. Yeah. I'll be, yeah. I'll so there place. you have it. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Well, mm-hmm. all right. Well, I'm going to move on to the next part of my day, which is folding the laundry. Okay. I'm about to run to the grocery store and yeah. get some stuff for okay. the next few days and then come back and cook supper. All right. Well, you enjoy that. I've loved our discussion of Southern Charm and other shows. I have to a little summer TV update is what this has turned out to be. Yep. Yep. There you go. So, um, and I would just like to say on behalf of, of everybody who listens to this podcast, your sound today has just been perfection. Like, well, it's because you made me earlier today, set my microphone on something. <laughs> so what had you been doing with your microphone? Just holding it, just okay. holding it. Okay. And so I was waving it around and, you know, I talk with my hands. So probably, but today I have set. So Sophie told me earlier, she said, hey, you need to like find a counter or whatever. And I didn't want to do that because I sit in the playroom bed because I'm kind of out of the way and there's not, I'd have to go sit at the desk and then my computer, it's just a whole long story. It's just right. too hard. So I found Caroline's got her in the playroom. She's got two different like thick Bibles in here uh-huh. that are sitting on the stand. So I just put those on my lap and set my microphone on top of those for my flat surface. That worked great. It worked great. So there you have it. Listen, That's what I did. Necessity is the mother of invention. That's exactly right. I created a laptop desk, essentially. You did. That's great. No, you sound yep. great. You sound great. Well, I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. I've been working out, and so maybe that's part of it. <laughs> <laughs> been working out, exfoliating, wearing masks, so uh-huh. maybe that's why I'm better than ever. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, we'll talk to y'all later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. So let's get started. I thought today we'd just do a very simple little scene that I hope you'll enjoy. Let's start with a little two inch brush and a touch of the alizarin crimson. And we just load a little bit right into the bristles. Pull a little paint out, tap the bristles firmly to assure a nice even distribution of paint all the way through the bristles. And let's go right up here. And we'll take this old brush and just making little X's, little crisscross strokes. We'll just very quickly drop in just a little warm part in the sky here. Maybe we'll have a little pink in the sky. I sort of like that. And in our world, we can do anything that we want to do here. Now, get ready to sit and be fit. I'm glad you're here today. We have some great routines, but we're going to start off by practicing breathing. And I know it's something you do every day, but there's a proper way to breathe and an improper way. I want you to get the most out of all that oxygen. Now, we will be moving the spine. It's important to have all of these things coordinated together. So let's start by being in good posture. (laughs) 